Danke, Sean, and gracias, and many thanks for joining us for today's Thanksgiving edition of Uber Cinco. I'm your host, Nathan Henfent, and I'm thankful for the chance to wag my chin at you every Monday here on the Podcast Game Show, where we deep dive top fives. And I'm so thankful to be joined by today's contestants, Mitch Brinkman and Brian Ernst, who will reveal and defend their top five things to be thankful for in 2021. Hello, gentlemen. How are you? Doing fantastic. Wonderful. I'm 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 gonna be a dick out of the gate, Nathan. Mitchell? I'm just gonna say I heard I heard that slight hiccup. You were like uh, Mitch Brinkman. I'm like, is he reading my name or does he remember my name? I don't know what it is. Um, but please give me a lot of points today. So thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 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 sorry, Mark. It won't happen again. Okay. Hey. <laughs> with with the the formalities out of the way, let's get everyone up to speed with a quick rundown of the rules. Each player in the den has spent time with today's topic, arranging their top five answers in order of importance. Those answers have been submitted to the host who will moderate the game, awarding points to the player with the most poignant answer. Starting with their number five choice, we will move up the ranks until we reach each of their top answers. But if both contestants happen to have the same answer on their list, well, we have an Uber you will hear the official Uber Cinco siren, and both players must reveal their answer and what number they ranked their submission. An Uber stare down is all or nothing, with one player earning three points. After all answers have been read, the host will reveal the final score. And as host, I am entitled to institute a house rule. Don't come back for seconds. Oh. Okay. What? Huh? Mid. <laughs> this one's for Mitch. Don't come back for seconds. What does that mean? Just don't come back for seconds. Okay. Don't come back for seconds. Okay. All right. And Mitch, Mitch, you won the pre-show turkey pardon off, so we'll start with you. <laughs> yes, you pardoned. You pardoned the most turkey. Yes. <laughs> oh, I love that. What was your number five? Your number five thing to be thankful for? What the hell? Is right it? now, um, I'm thankful for the the X-ray kill shot vision in this video game called Sniper Elite Four. <laughs> <laughs> our, our graphics department, aka Brian, was a little behind there. <laughs> but yes, this is an Uber stare down. Mitch, you went with a video game related uh, <laughs> gratitude. Yep. And Brian, you, what was your number two, Brian? Uh, my number two is I was thankful for Sony's manufacturing process and the. Uh, we'll talk about it more in detail in a second. <laughs> okay. okay, so it's so something to do with a PlayStation. Correct. We assume. Yes. All right. Mitch, please elaborate, expand, yes. and expound upon your number so five. So Brian's is a macro video game thing. Mine is a micro video game thing because it's – so this game, Sniper Elite 4, you are an American sniper. You know, one of those guys is like, hey, I'm going to go and, like, get inside that Nazi base and, like, give them hell, you know? And uh, <laughs> and it, it's actually a very fun game. You, you sneak around. You can throw rocks to get people's attention, you know, and then the bad guy's are like, huh? I heard something. I'm going to go look, check it out. And, you know, and, then they, and they walk right to where you've thrown the rock and like you're there waiting in a bush. And then you, you know, come up behind and give them a good old little stabby stab in the neck with a knife and then take him down. You know, like a sniper. Yeah. yeah. Um, but so, so you sneak around, but then so also like use binoculars to like clock all your targets first, so you know, how far away they are. And then you take out your sniper rifle and nice. during a headshot or a lung shot or a heart shot or a liver shot, uh, or if you shoot the grenade in their belt, it goes like it also it goes like cinematic. So 
and it follows the bullet going to the air and then close up vision as the bullet strikes the Nazi in the skull. <laughs> and then it goes X-ray vision and you see the brain like undulate and explode and guts go everywhere. And it's like, Oh, that sounds satisfying. It, when you first see it, it's shocking. But then you're like, Oh my God. But then you, but they're all Nazis and all the Nazis can get fucking killed. You know, it's like everyone yeah. hates Nazis. No one likes Nazis. They're still the best bad guy ever in, in cinema and media, whatever it is. They're always bad. Life. <laughs> yeah, life, just all the time. And so, like, sometimes I'll – because you can skip through the cutscenes, but sometimes, like, when yeah. you're just – like, you've been sitting on a ledge and you've been waiting for, like, a minute and a half for this guard to walk back into vision. And then he's right there, and all you got is a liver shot. And then you – And then X-ray vision. <laughs> Lower body, liver, exploded, yellow bile goes all over their body. So if that didn't kill them, <laughs> the infection will. But again, they're <laughs> Nazis, so good riddance. Um, and uh, so, yeah, I've, I've been playing that recently. And it's a fun game because you can do a level in like 10 minutes or you can really take your time and do it in like two and a half hours. You know, you're just like sitting there reading the wind and adjusting your sights and line up that perfect shot. So, uh well, no, nothing is as fun and exciting as being still and patient and paying attention. That's, that's my idea of a video And at game. the end, you get to kill a Nazi. So, yeah, it's pretty <laughs> It's like the, it's the closest thing to being in Inglorious Bastards, you know, where, like, just bashing Nazis, killing them with guns, knives, shotguns, uh, grenades. All, all, all that good stuff. So weapons, yes, any yeah, weapon weapons, you have. Yeah. Near you. Yep. Military right, weapons. Well, so, yeah. <laughs> so we 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 all hate Nazis. Yep. We love we love killing Nazis. Yep. I, I think we can appreciate yep. that. But so, Brian, what is? How can you possibly top uh, getting rid of the Nazi scourge on our planet? I can't. But what I can do. <laughs> uh, is still be thankful for Sony's manufacturing process because the longer they delay. The availability of the PS5, the longer I save $500. So, <laughs> Sony is looking out for my financial future, and mm -hmm. I'm thankful for it because so, we're almost a year into this thing, and you still cannot get a PS5. So, this is where we're at right now. Well, I'm, I'm waiting, too, because as has been historically documented on this show, I was relieved of my PS4 by burglars yes. in 2018. Yes. Oh. And I have been video gameless for now about three years. And I want a PS5 too. And they cost, I believe last time I looked, it was uh, $34,000. So <laughs> yes. what is going on, Brian? Please enlighten me. They still keep blaming it on a chip shortage. And when we're we in a chipless chips. existence, I don't know what's going to happen. It's, it's so clear. All of the chips have been going into the vaccines. It's <laughs> oh, so obvious. Oh my God. Are you paying attention yet? <laughs> Wake up, you sheeple. <laughs> I read a that story. My favorite... Go ahead. I, I read a story on Newsmax that actually the Tostitos Corporation has been putting uh, tracking chips into their tortilla chips as well. So don't buy Tostitos, okay? I've been, I've been on that band for a while. They're probably so. in cahoots with Sony. That makes the perfect mm -hmm. sense. Mm -hmm. But either way, whatever the, the reason is why we don't have said chips is like, w w why would you even release? I mean, they're going against, obviously, whatever the new Xbox is. So people are just trying to get a hold of it. And I would really like to try one. <laughs> I haven't even seen one in person. They don't have any demos in the stores. Mm -hmm. They don't have anything. So it's like, 
Could you imagine if they had a demo in the store, but they weren't selling you one? Somebody would <laughs> rob a Best Buy so fast. Yeah. But uh, no, no matter what is happening, it is un, it has never happened in our age of existence or in the age of video games where it's like, we're releasing a new console and it won't be available to anyone. And, can, and it's like they're supposed to have a long shelf life. I mean, these, these consoles so, are so out what, for five to ten so what years. what are you thankful for here, Brian? There's, this, is, this all sounds horrible. <laughs> this is making uh, me sad right But now. I still have $500. <laughs> And, like, it's not being wasted on something that I'll then have to buy a bunch of $50 games for and another $70 controller and probably yearly subscription to whatever. So it's like, you know what? It's kind of nice to not have that financial burden for something <laughs> so that just can... wastes my time anyway. <laughs> so, so you can have 20 minutes at the roulette table instead yes. of what you're telling me. Yes. <laughs> See, Do you, you understand me? Do you have that $500? Is that already set aside like in a glass box that says like break in case of PS5? Or what? Like what? where is that 500 right now? I opened up my own online ally banking account just to put $500 in labeled PS5. So there we go. No, I'm just kidding. I did not. Oh, I just I, will I was going to say, let me refer you. I'm an ally customer. <laughs> I know you are. <laughs> when you want to come over to ally, when you need someone on uh, your side, gonna, you let was, me know. No, no, okay. no commercial for ally. No commercial for ally. But Mitch, you're winning the stare down because uh, <laughs> Brian, you, Brian, you made me sad. And Mitch, you're getting rid of Nazis, yeah. even in a theoretical sense. Mm-hmm. That's still a good mm-hmm. thing. And let, let's move over to Brian for your uh, your number five. Uh, the number five thing I'm thankful for is gold bond. Nothing soothes the crevices of a big wet boy like medicated powder. Here we go, gold bond. I'm talking about that menthol and zinc, nature's combination mm. that dries up the wet spots and gets rid of the chafing. There is nothing better than prepping for a day by flowering your giblets. Gold bond, medicated powder. <laughs> <laughs> Any questions? <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, one point, Mitch. What's your number four? <laughs> I was gonna say, uh, what's the um, uh, Brian Ernst is the Brian Ernst is the gold bond as Michael Jordan is to Haynes. Uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Oh my. What? That, yeah. this, this is the sponsorship I've needed. Yes. Just don't shave your mustache, Brian, okay? Keep it as is. I'll dust it with gold bars <laughs> as I get older. <laughs> My number four. This is directed squarely at our host today. I am looking for three points. I don't mean to be upfront, but I think I'll get it. <laughs> number four. The new NBA rules. No more can James Harden throw his arms into the defender and get a call. No more can people be driven up the court, stop and jump backwards into the defender and get a call. No more can you get just a light whisper of a, of a breeze on your neck and throw your head back like you're, like you're dancing the cha-cha and get a foul. The new <laughs> NBA is here. The, the cha-cha. <laughs> And I love it because James Harden, who is my least favorite player ever, if you didn't already know that, his scoring is down. He looks fat and slow. He looks terrible on the court. Oh, all of a sudden, he's not good anymore. It's because he's not getting the baloney padded calls. He's not getting the foul shots he normally pads all of his stats with his PER has gone down and the real ballers are coming out. The people who play balls out with toughness, intensity, 
and integrity. That's my number four. I, the, so the, the new rules essentially are that if you have the ball, you cannot like throw yourself into your defender and then they will be called for a foul, which was ridiculous. It was horrible. James Harden was the, the prime example, but he's not the only one. A lot of people followed in his footsteps. Correct. And I, I hate the uh, the idea of fogeyism in sports, watching like, oh, well, back when I was a kid, back in the 90s, they played, they sent people to the floor and bought toughness and all yeah. that. In this instance, however, watching James Harden play and the way that he just attempted to get foul shot, it was, it was cheap mm-hmm. and it was cowardly. And it was like, if I played that way when I was in seventh grade, I feel like my dad would tell me he was disappointed in me. And James Harden has a Hall of Fame career out of it. So, yes, Mitch, you are absolutely getting three points. Thank you. There's no question about it. James Harden, also my least – I mean, Bill Ambeer might be number (laughs) one. James Harden, one of my top five least favorite NBA players ever. So I I, got to give you the three points. Thank you very much. Over to you. Thank you very much. I haven't recognized a name in the last five minutes. So (laughs) (laughs) uh, number four. I'm going to go with 4K streaming. This is what I'm thankful for. Oh. Specifically from Warner Brothers. Now, I love going to movies. Is every single one of your things going to be a commercial for something? Come on. What is this? (laughs) Says the guy who puts an ad for everything every damn week. Shut up. I'm trying to make money for Turn off your mic. At at least Brian's a real product. Yes. (laughs) Oh. Wow. There we go. So, uh, you know, I love going to the movies, as do all of you. We love seeing movies on the big screen. But Warner Brothers' decision to simultaneously simultaneously release them on HBO Max and in theaters this year has been good for one category of film. And I'm calling it my On the Fencers. (laughs) Ones that I was like, would I go see or wouldn't I go see? Like, dramas, I really wouldn't go see in the theater. If like, there's a big fight, like Judah and the Black Messiah. Great movie. Is it something that needs to be seen in the theater? Or I can get it right here and watch it and enjoy it immediately. Fantastic movie. I don't know if I would have brought myself to the theater to see it. But I got to see it at home, blah, blah, blah. Godzilla versus Kong. It's fine. I understand it's a big movie spectacle, but I'm not a huge monster movie guy. But I'll watch it at home. Sure, no problem. Sure. Space Jam, A New Legacy? Would I have put money down on that to see it in a theater? No, but I got to start it at home and turn it off after 15 minutes on my own accord. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in, in, in that 15 minutes, did you get on the McDonald's app and the Nike app and the Gatorade app and order products to your home? I turned it off when Don Cheadle showed up as the character named Al Go Rhythm. <laughs> No. This That's, is when I that actually, turned this fucking thing off. Yes, I actually, I actually kind of like that algorithm. It's yeah. yeah. Well, no, it's bad. <laughs> and now I'm going to talk about my biggest on the fencer, Dune. Yeah. Now I've never seen the David Lynch one. I know the brief synopsis of the uh, of the book. I haven't read it. So in this thing, Denny Villeneuve can shoot the hell out of a movie. Every movie he's ever touched has been beautiful. I think Arrival is one of the best sci-fi movies I've ever seen. Now, Blade Runner, we can talk about, is it's okay. It's not a bad movie in any way, but it's just fine. And I finally watched Dune this week. Two and a half hours of a first act. 
If I would have went to the theater and saw that, I would have been a little upset. But the fact that I just got to watch it at home and my decent setup at home, you know, it was, it was fine. I liked it, but I'm like, it's, this is a little much. It started to feel like, I, sorry, Nathan, Lord of the Rings to me, <laughs> and which is fine. But at least Lord of the Rings, you knew you were getting into the setup. It was bought as a trilogy. It was filmed as a trilogy. You knew you were getting that second movie. Dune was put out there as like, maybe we'll get a sequel. So to go out there and be like, I'm going to do all of this setup and just have it end where it ends. Basically, as the movie is starting, <laughs> it starts to feel like <laughs> I'm like, OK, I don't know if I would do go to the theater and enjoy that experience. So that's why I am thankful for Warner Brothers for giving me the opportunity to see some of these uh, that are coming out. And the one that came out this week, King Richard. I don't know if I'd go see Will Smith play the Williams sisters' dad in the theaters, but I'm sure as hell give it a shot at home. So I I should say to our listeners though that Brian's home theater setup is like like ninety percent of the way to an actual movie theater. It's pretty sweet. So with a bathroom I mean, just a stone's throw away from that couch, it is wonderful. Yeah. A, a, a but, soft uh, I, stone's throw too. It's it's close. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait. Would Would you be able to throw it? Ne never mind. <laughs> Brian, you're, for for turning off the abomination and tampering with the classics debacle of Space Jam Two, you're going to get three points for that, mm -hmm. and that's going to move us on to our number threes. And we're back over to you, Mitch. Yeah, my number three. This this list of of thankfulness. I made this is kind of a, an encapsulation of my October November so far, and so that's why um, I have you know that the, the X ray kill vision from this sort of game, and, and that's why I have this choice here, and that is the cold air. I love the cold what? air. I love when it's like between thirty two and fifty. It's crisp. Um, mm -hmm. it, it, it keeps you awake when you go outside. I can bike in, in this weather too for miles and then I'm done. I, and I did it in jeans and a sweater and a jacket and I ain't sweaty at all. So it's incredible and I love it. And it, it, it keeps it, it, uh, it makes sleeping incredible. Um, yes. It, 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 it makes my body stay on and like, you know, like awake and it doesn't get lethargic. Um, my, my body aches less too. Cause the cold is better for, you know, keeping the, the, the inflammation down, right? Don't, don't you get inflammation when you get older? I don't know. Um, that heat, this, yeah, yeah, I was gonna say, whose grandma did you? <laughs> yeah, that doesn't sound right to me. I was with you up until now. <laughs> well, well, it, it is true. Like you know, cold showers that helps with with inflammation and swelling and whatnot, and that's why. Yes, you know. and it also helps prove that you are a psychopath. <laughs> well, you, you know, <laughs> it, but it, but it's not complete until you put ice in the tub as well and fill that up with cold water and, and dip in there for just. Hey, two, Joe Rogan, move on. Let's go. Just two to three hours. Do not. No, 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 no. Don't call me Joe Rogan. Please don't call me Joe Rogan. If anything, get in your ice bath, shoot up with your ivermectin, and move on to the next thing. <gasps> wow. Okay. You know <laughs> yeah. what? Why why do you hate on just people trying to find ways to make themselves healthy? Like just let people <laughs> let people find their own path, you know? Okay. Um, I'm sorry I don't take medical advice from the guy who used to make people eat elk dongs on national television. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um fear But but why but why well, what's what's wrong with warm air, bitch? Why I I, I just, I, I just love. I don't know. I just like cold air. I do. I like it's, it's, it's the snappiness of it. It's, but, it's, it's crispy. We, it's 
Yes. We we live in Chicago though, yeah. and the cold air to me is just the the cold air that you're talking about, that thirty two to fifty degrees and the crispness and the niceness, which fine. And like you said, sleeping in in that temperature under nice a nice big weighted blanket, oh baby, that is the sweet yep. spot. But for me, this is just a warning sign of what is to come in about six weeks when it's gonna be zero or negative twenty and that is not okay. That is not pleasant. Every year, it's a nightmare here in Chicago in the winter, <clears throat> and that's what the cold. That's what the cold air is is signaling. I I I'm just gonna say it, Nathan. I I think you might be built of tissue paper because I like the winter. <laughs> and... <laughs> Don't blow on him, guys. <laughs> <laughs> not, not everybody. Not everybody was born uh, in the northernmost part of the United States. Well, no, I, right? I know, I know, and 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 that's why I am thankful for this. And yes, I, I I may sound like a psychopath, which I'm sure I do to a lot of people listening, um, and to you guys. You know, for and for those who are tuning in just now for the first time, I grew up in Minnesota, so you wear shorts until. It's like below freezing. That's just what you do. You, you put Correct. on your winter yes. coat and you wear basketball shorts and you go. Um, yeah. And like actually on Friday, I saw someone on the train platform wearing shorts and I looked yes. at him and I, I was so close to throwing up a fist being like, yeah, dude, like. But and I was like that someone might get the wrong idea of like white guy to white guy being like, hey, yeah. you know. So you're also forgetting the best part about the crisp air. You get to leave the gold bond at home. Oh, that's that's true. <laughs> the gold bond stays <laughs> in the cabinet. Yeah, it's, it's a good good part of it. Yeah. Um. So this is yeah. It, it, it may sound crazy to you, Nathan, but this is mine. I love the cold air. Uh, I I actually do when it gets below zero. That is uncomfortable, obviously. But even like a crisp fifteen to twenty degrees, just for like 15, 20 minutes at a time. That's nice. I like it. It wakes me up. Lovely. So. All right. I'll I'll give you like a like a, a Christmas morning bonus <gasps> here. Like uh, three points. I was only going to give you one one point, oh. but you've since it is since it is what you are thankful <laughs> yes. for, and you you're able to touch touch my cold cold bitter heart <laughs> just enough. I'm going to give you two points. But guess what? Your and, cold bitter uh, heart it's alive and it's being preserved well by the cold. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'll live forever. <laughs> exactly. Um, you won't ever Brian. die. Brian, what is what's your number three? <laughs> My number three is the opposite of cold. It is good hotel shower water pressure with unlimited hot water. Oh, my. Oh, <laughs> is there anything better than getting to a location and you know there's that moment right before you turn it on, what am I going to get? It is a roll of the dice. It is a gamble. And it's only one of two options. It's great or it's horrible. And you get in there, mm -hmm. and when you feel it, and it hits your arm as you're testing the water, you're like, hot damn, this is going to be a good one. <laughs> and then you get in there, and that's when you stand there with your back, and just hitting the top of your shoulders right there, and you almost fall asleep standing up because it's like a, it's like a massage. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. And you're like, guess what? I know they don't have hot water tanks here. It goes right through that little thing on the wall that means it's unlimited so i can just stand here for hours and waste energy and just absorb it <laughs> in my skin. oh it's so nice what then have you ever stayed in a hotel that has the 
that you got the the chair, like the 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 you can sit in the. the I almost wrote this down. A bench. If you have a bench, this takes this to another level. Then you could sit there and spin around and be like, let it hit your chest, or kind of sit (laughs) in a different position so it hits a different part of your back. And then you like you you can't think about all the other naked men that have sat on that bench before you. You got to clear that out of your head, (laughs) clear it out. And just focus on the water pressure massage you are getting on the awesome points of your body. Now, on the other hand, when you this is bad or like say you're on a vacation and you go from good water pressure to bad water pressure, it can ruin a vacation, which is why I am <laughs> thankful for yeah. the good water pressure because, I man, if I get there, it's been a long day. We were just talking about Vegas. My uncle who had to get to Vegas – from northern Wisconsin, had to do a two-hour drive to Duluth, then a puddle jumper down to the Twin Cities, then a four-hour flight to Las Vegas. Now, imagine you went through all of that with a kid and luggage, and you had bad water pressure. That would not be game over. How is that a good start to a vacation? That is horrid. So you got to be thankful for the good, hot water pressure in that shower because – you're going to take four or five showers a day because why not? What, what are you vacation. doing in those showers? You just clean? You just like, you're just like shampooing? And... You can, you can think I'm, I'm, I'm tugging away, whatever you think, but I am just sitting there <laughs> relaxing away. Okay. <laughs> it's cheaper okay. than the spa downstairs. So let's. It's true. Well, I, I, I have to say, uh, as a man who has very long hair, low water pressure, I can't live with it. Yep. Can't no, do it. you can't Cannot be done. And also the image of uh, our big wet boy, Brian, in all of his glory, just spinning on his with a John Williams score playing and overhead shots, just like, like he's a, a, a flower <laughs> in bloom. Um, I, I, I can't help but give him three points. So then we'll, uh... <laughs> It's fantastic. <laughs> I what for I was just staying in a hotel recently and they had the overhead rain shower which was just like it just felt like you were being pelted by a, a torrential downstorm great and then they had the from the wall side jets so you could stand there That's my there. ultimate Ooh. dream a multi jet shower I've never experienced I want that so bad It's incredible so like you, so your keister gets throttled and then your and your head gets soaked at the same time it's it's very very comforting so <laughs> I love a good Easter <laughs> throttle. <laughs> what where, what hotel was this? This is where, uh, where the, this the Weber's Boutique at, at Steve Moore's wedding. Was it yeah. really? Oh, I guess you had a nicer room. Uh, than I, did. Well, right. I guess I okay. did. Yeah. <laughs> also, the, the the mirror had a Bluetooth, so the mirror was also a speaker, so you could like put on music and 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 do that shower at the same time. It was wonderful. What the what the? Yeah. You guys don't shower is... together on vacation. You guys doing it wrong. <laughs> I think I think we were on different planets at that hotel. That's I think I, I think you had a room that hadn't been updated since like the eighties and ours was like the, the newly updated one, so Yeah, I, we we had a we had a, a wash tub where it's like <laughs> one of those boards. Like, it was a stainless it was, steel pail. <laughs> we had to we had to carry it out and throw the water out after we were so this, oh. so this is your room. Um, here's here's the TV. It's a CRT. It's got HBO. Wow. Okay. Here's a tea kettle to heat up your bath water. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. It was... We we slept on we slept on bales of hay. Was... <laughs> well, then you felt at home. Oh, boom! Woo! 
It's kind of fun. That was bad. <laughs> yes, I, yes I, I grew up on a farm. Yes, that's true. But you didn't, though. So, Like we mentioned in a, a previous episode that bovine air kept you strong. You didn't have to drink that milk. So that's true. There you go. That's true. <laughs> I, I, that, I think we're at, we're, we're at number two yep. now. <laughs> Mitch, what's your number two? Do I get any points? Or Yeah, I already gave you three points. Oh, cool. How many do you want? No, I didn't even hear it. I'm sorry. I was too busy laughing at all of your anecdotes. <laughs> oh, okay. Four points. Thanks. <laughs> no, you're just, just three. All right. Um, uh, but my, my number two is the Minnesotan accent. And I'm putting this one on, on, on my number two here because I recently rewatched <laughs> Fargo. The Coen Brothers, you know, absolute uh, classic, you know, great, really good movie. Um, it's about <laughs> it's about a guy who uh, he sells cars and he's trying to get some money and uh, he kidnaps a guy. But, uh, you know, but that one guy from, um, oh, God, what movie is he from? The one guy, he's, he's a little squirrely fella, you know, he's from, uh, God, what is he in? Um Oh, he was in that one show with the gangsters on HBO. But yeah, he, Boardwalk Empire. Is that, that the, yeah? Well, no, is that right? Yeah. yeah okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, and then also with the holidays coming up, you know, just talking about all the pies you're gonna make, or maybe you're making cookie <laughs> salad for your family, you know, and you know you got mashed potatoes on the uh, on the table, or there's the um, oh, oven roasted turkeys, pretty good, you know, like just all those things, you know. Hot apple cider. Oh yeah. Oh, that sounds pretty nice. Yeah, it can warm you up when you come out from that uh, from that blistering heat, you know, and it's about twenty five degrees out there, and you gotta just go out in your in your in your sandals and whatnot. But uh, yeah, just getting to see family, you know, and then you know you're eating uh, oats uh, for for breakfast, and uh, maybe have like a potato roll for lunch or something like that, and then uh, you know tater tot hot dish for dinner and you just you just kind of keep eating carbs all day long it's the holidays so you know carbs. Yeah, you got yeah bars oh lemon bars seven layer bars uh oh cookie bars um what else oh rhubarb bars you guys ever had a rhubarb, rhubarb bar? <laughs> yeah so rhubarb bars, rhubarb bars. Ru- the rhubarb bars sounds they sound like an, an old timey folk music. Come on down to the rhubarb bar. From Minnetonka. <laughs> yeah. um, and then also, like, you know, oh, when you get in the family uh, Mercury Villager and you drive around and you, and, and you look at the lights, you know, in the rich neighborhoods. Oh, that's fun, too. So, yeah. Minnesotan fun. holidays. Very nice. I think I gained 10 pounds. <laughs> oh, oh, I forgot my favorite. Creamed corn. You ever have creamed corn? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Yeah. Was, I used to eat cream corn out of the can like as a kid. I was a fucking oh, weirdo. Oh, you're I'd you're a little ragamuffin up a there. Cold cream corn with a spoon. Is there sounds like you're from Wisconsin? Is, so. Yeah, pretty much. Sounds like it. Is there anybody in the state of Minnesota who is older than the like I feel like it's it's just people from the ages of zero to ten? Yep. And then seventy. Oh, up. Yeah. There's nobody. Yeah, yeah. There's no just adults in their prime <laughs> walking the streets no. of Minnesota. There, it can't be. Well, no. well you know, this because is... uh, Minnesota is where you grow up, and then you go on and, and you go and do stuff someplace else, and then you come home to freeze to death at the end of it. So it's pretty nice. But <laughs> just Minnesota just sounds like my grandmother's kitchen <laughs> in state form. <laughs> That's. 
Oh, well, is the, is is your grandma's kitchen state bird also the mosquito? Because well, you know they get those suckers get pretty big up here. So, yeah. My, my grandma was pretty mean with the fly swatter. I do oh remember yeah, that. yeah, yeah. She, uh, your grandma's yeah, name she, is Betty, she, right? Grandma yep. Betty. Yes. My grandma Betty also mean, mean flick with the swatter there, and there was a lot of flies around. You know, because it, it was a uh, was a farm, so a lot of poop nearby, but. <laughs> a lot of flies to kill. Why <laughs> <Watch your> far? <laughs> this I'll say this about my my grandma Betty is that Mitch. Well, this will horrify you. No, Mitch, the man who who loves to make uh, his his dog home baked uh, treats. My my grandparents had a, a beagle named Hunter. Mm-hmm. He lived to be seventeen years old, and Ooh, Hunter's Hunter. diet was like they had dog food for him. But then, like at the end of like whatever meal we were having, Grandma would just take the scraps of everything just haphazardly just put it in a dish and then take it out and give it to hunter just just the whatever just random anything no health checks no fda approval it was just going straight to him and he lived to be 17 oh, yeah. that's what i'm, I'm saying. saying yeah that just yeah, gives the dog the scraps i mean plus it probably tastes better than that dog food anyway well you I know mean, yeah probably also good home cooking good home cooking actually rich chicken food's the best food yeah. on this planet you know Mitch, I think I already know the answer to this, but I'm going to ask yeah. it anyway. Have you tasted the dog treats that you've made for your dog? Well, yeah, because they're human grade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Every time I make a batch, I give a little sample and go, ooh, this, this one's going to be a good batch, you know, and then I give them one. But Well, you um, have, I mean, because it's not like you're putting dog, I mean, what is dog food ingredient? I mean, it's it's just food. Yeah, and, and, and the treats I make, you know, it's pumpkin. It's, you know, you, you got your sweet potato, you got your carrots in there, um, peanut butter, maybe a little olive oil, and then uh, water and flour, and that's just about it. So, you know, it's really pretty good. You know, it, it honestly kind of tastes like a like a health cookie if you're going to do a health, you know, you want to do a health cookie. But, uh, yeah. I, so. I'm going into a, an existential crisis right now in my mind trying to discern what is dog food and what's human food. So I'm going to have to move us along because yeah. that's <laughs> – my brain is melting. Okay. Uh, Mitch, I'm giving you two points just because I don't know what else to do. Oh, yeah. Well, hey, so, thanks very much. I appreciate it there. <laughs> so that uh, that's going to move us on to number ones. And Brian, I'd like you to go first with the number ones. All right. My number one is a no-mix cake box topped dessert. So this is what I'm calling it. This whole realm of no-mix cake box top desserts these are things that you make on a on a on a tray or in a pan they're basically your your modern dump cake all right you get to put a layer of whatever filling you want on the bottom have it be peaches a pumpkin sugar puree mix whatever and you dump an entire box of yellow cake mix from betty crocker on top you don't mix it you slather it in butter and you let that baby bake it's easy to keep the ingredients on hand. It's easy to make so you don't have to watch anything. And you have dessert for a week because it's an entire tray's worth of buttery, sugary goodness. Now, you don't know how to make peach cobbler? Well, guess what? You do now, bud, because I just gave you the entire damn recipe. You open a can of peaches, throw it on, on a thing. Cover it in cake mix, cover it in butter. You put it in the that, – that is a recipe Nathan Hennepin can do. There's no knives. I appreciate. There's no vegetable, your no vegetables, and it's one. It's one pan. <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> that, that does. Yeah. Okay. 
right. I made <laughs> one. I made one uh, two days ago. I made one two days ago, and a so I greased a tray. And I mixed a whole can Bet of you pumpkin. Did. Shut up. <laughs> a whole can of pumpkin, four eggs, uh, pumpkin pie seasoning, and a cup of sugar. And oh, and a little thing of evaporated milk. Just mix that all together, so it was like a, almost like a little pumpkin pie base. Put that in the bottom, covered it with the cake, melted two sticks of butter, covered the entire top, and then sprinkled it with pecans. Boom! It was oh. a delicious fall dessert that mm. Jenny and I eat out of the tray on the couch. We don't even put it in dishes. <laughs> we just take the dish, the whole fucking tray, <laughs> we leave a spoon in it, and pass it back and forth. This is Aww. the kind of dessert that you need. That's, that's actually seems quite It sweet. is very nice. Yeah. And it's What's funny is I made it in a, um, a disposable aluminum one this time instead of like the glass one. So I'm like, I don't want no mess. I'm just throwing this whole thing away when we're done. But Sometimes when the the cake layer is obviously a lot thicker than the pumpkin layer, so you're sitting there jamming it with a spoon, <laughs> and sometimes you miss, and you, and you hit the aluminum, and it puts a hole in the aluminum, you're like, ah, damn it, now i got to rearrange this a little bit. But <laughs> the, 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 the buttery cakeness and a little bit of that pumpkin together, mwah, mwah, so good. And and you're confident that even Nathan Henenfent could get the uh, Hollywood handshake on one of these things. This is what, yeah, I think you could do this. I'm 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 recommending the peach one for you, or any fr- any fruit in the can that you like, because that's all you need: one can of fruit, a uh, box of cake mix, and butter. That's all you need, and you just put it all together, man. It is so good, you will love it. All right, I'm I'm going to challenge myself. I'm going to call myself out. I'm going to challenge myself to actually do yeah. this. And report back on the next episode. Oh my god, you're gonna! Oh, I cannot wait for that review. And oh. the best part is, it's great hot right out of the oven. It's even better cold after you've left it in the fridge, because then you can just kind of go to the fridge and steal a little nibble. Go to the fridge, nibbles, <laughs> and that's what you can get from this little treat. So. The old, the old Christmas Eve midnight fridge, oh, yeah. or the old uh, November nineteenth nibble, like I did yesterday. So oh. you, know, you can do that too. Is there is, okay, is there okay. any better conversation when you go down to the kitchen in the middle of the night and someone's already there and they're doing they're doing the same thing as you and you're like, oh, uh, hi, uh, are you gonna you going for the for the nibble nibble? And they're like, I've already nibble nibbled. And then you're like, let's keep this between you and I. And then you both, then, <laughs> that, that person goes back up to bed and then you take their place and just do a little, you know, yeah. That's that's a moment though. If if you're like if it's a holiday and a lot of people are staying in the same house and that happens. Mm-hmm. This has happened to me a couple of times mm-hmm. and you do the midnight run or the 2am run or mm-hmm. whatever. And you run into somebody else there. It's, you know, a holiday with all the big commotion and whatnot. Everybody's talking to everybody. You, you find yourself in the room alone with somebody and it just, you end up being there for like an hour and a half <laughs> yeah. yeah, because it's the, it's the only, it's the only chance you actually get to have like a one-on-one conversation mm-hmm. and it ends up being all night. Um, this has nothing to do you with your big families list, guys. Just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One, one day, Brian, somebody will talk to you for an hour and a half as well. Uh, <laughs> and wait, wait that's, for th- that's not me and Mitch who are con- contractually obligated to <laughs> once a week. I'm waiting on the day. Waiting on yep. the day, folks. <laughs> yep. Anyways, Mitch, it's time for your number yeah. one. Let us have my it. number one, you guys don't know him, and I didn't know him until very recently. But my number one thing, person, thing I'm thankful for is Doug Thompson. Are you guys curious? Uh, yeah. I have one. I have one question. Yeah. 
Who the fuck is Doug Thompson? <laughs> okay, Doug Thompson, on Thursday night, I ordered pizza from Pat's Pizzeria on Lincoln, uh, in Lincoln Park. Wonderful pizza, tavern style, very cracker thin crust. Great pizza. Mm. It's getting delivered. And it's about like five minutes before the, the, the pizza gets there, I get a phone call. And you know how like, when you get phone calls now, it's either people are your contacts or it's just like a random number. This mm-hmm. had caller ID, so it actually said Douglas Thompson. And I was like, what? Like, I never get a call or actually see what the person's name is. I was like, all right, I've I, I got to answer this. Hello, this is Mitch. Hey, Mitch, how's it going? This is uh, Tommy, the, the the delivery driver from Pat's, Pat's Pizza Ray. How you doing, buddy? I was like. Oh, good. He's like, good, 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 good. I'm, I'm, I'm just on my way here to your house. And I, I was thinking, I was thinking recently, last week, I delivered a pizza to, to Guthrie's Bar right there by, and I know I know Guthrie's is close to your house because I know Guthrie's 1300 West Addison. But so I was at Guthrie's, and I was delivering to a customer. And, you know, when customers deliver from us, they're part of the family. I've, I've been working for, for the family here for a, a couple decades now. But so I'm delivering to this customer, and I bring him a great pizza. And then also, I, I get the twofer, the the daily double and i was like what and he's like i found out i love this customer and guthrie's is open again did you know guthrie's is open again and i was like i yeah <laughs> it's right there he's like yeah and and what i did is i refused the tip i was like no 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 you guys are family i'm not taking a tip from you i wouldn't do that i would never do that but so you know okay now i'm driveling i'm driveling on i'm right i'm i'm, I'm driving. I was like no 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 he's like okay yeah so but um so i'm surprised i've never talked to you before because you you've ordered from pats before right have you have you? And I was like, yeah. He's like, okay, that's weird. Yeah. Cause I normally, I mean, I know, I know everyone in our family, so I don't know why I don't know you yet. And I was like, I, I don't know, Tommy. I, he's like, okay, well now, now I'm at Racine and Addison. So I'm getting kind of close to your house here. I should be there in a couple minutes. And I was like, okay. And he's like, but you know what, you know what, working for Pat's Pizza has just been great. Cause you know, yeah, sure. I'm older and people think like, oh, maybe I shouldn't still be delivering pizzas, but I get to talk to so many people. And you know, of course there, there are some jerks, of course there are some jerks, you know, some drunk people that aren't, but, but, but you're part of the Pat's family. When you order pizza from Pat's, you know, you become part of the family. I said, okay, now I'm about a block here. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about parking across the street from your apartment building. So I'll, so I'll have to cross the street to get to you. Is that okay with you? And I was like, sure. Yeah, that's fine. He was like, yeah. So, and you know, also I, just, I love Lakeview. Lakeview is just such a great neighborhood. There's so many good Pat's customers that live in Lakeview too. Um, okay. All right. Oh, I'm just about to pull in here. Oh, I found a spot. Mitch, I found a spot. It's I think it's across the street from your building. Well, maybe one building down. And I was like, okay, okay. And he's like, all right, well, yeah. So I should be to your front door um, in about two to three minutes. But also, I just wanted to I just want to let you know, I do like kids, but I don't like kids that try and yell at me. And I do love little pooches, but I don't like dogs that bark. And even worse, the dogs that bite. So your dog doesn't bite, right? And I was like, no, he doesn't. He won't be there. And he's like, also, the other thing I don't like, doorbells that are broken or ones that don't exist. So you have one, right? And I was like, Yep, it's the buzzer, 2B. As I put he's like, great, I'll be pressing 2B, the buzzer, because uh, I don't like a broken doorbell. And I was like, okay, Tommy. And I was like, all right, I'll see you down there. And I, I hang up the phone, and my girlfriend is there, and we have two other friends over, and they're just all staring at me, gobs touching the floor. And they're like, was that the delivery driver? I was like, yeah, we're part of the family now. That's Tommy. And so I'm like, I'm going to go down and get the pizza. I, I run down to the front door and I'm waiting and he's he he's like approaching the front door. I open up the door and he comes walking right in and he looks at me and goes, there's my guy. And <laughs> comes in, pizza bag. So we, we got a pizza and onion rings. He sets on the onion rings. He sets on the pizza bag. He opens the pizza bag and 
Pat's Pizza comes in a bag. Actually, it's like a, it's like a, yeah, a, yeah. right. It's like the pizza's on the round. They put it in a bag. They stable it shut. So they have to have like a cardboard box that protects it. But on top of the cardboard box, it's not a smiley face that someone has drawn, but just a simple face with just a completely neutral mouth. <laughs> and I'm like, what's with the neutral face? And he looks down and he goes, you know, you never know if people are going to be happy or sad. So I figured, let's just play it in the middle. It's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he takes the pizza out and like imagine a guy too who's wearing a leather like a like a leather jacket he bought in 1981 to emulate indiana jones and it's still the same coat like it's just it's just faded and it's just soft as like cotton like that's how old it is and the guy has like uh, voluminous gray hair and he like he blow dries it right at the part so it's just like a big spritz right in front like you know just to, and also he's like he smoked probably two packs a day he's just a skinny leathery old guy Tommy um, and so he takes the pizza and he goes now I like to protect my customers I like to do right by them so I want to tell you right now either you put the pizza on top of the onion rings here uh, if, if you're going to carry them up but don't put the onion rings on top of the pizza it will crush the pizza okay I want to protect your pizza because I saw your pie when it came out it was a beautiful <laughs> pie and I was like okay got it thank you I was like I can figure out how to carry two things upstairs I, I got it <laughs> And, and I think at that point, he could sense in me being like, all right, dude, what the fuck? And he goes, well, you know what? You call Pat's, and when you get me, it's like Forrest Gump. You know, it's a box of chocolates. You never know who you're going to get, right? And I was like, yeah, great. And then he, he picks up the receipt and holds it. He goes, now, I see you already tipped. You put the tip on there, and there's nothing I can do about that. So normally I would say, no, thank you. I'd give the money back because you're part of the family now. I'm like, okay, thanks. Why don't you take tips? That's like how you make money. <laughs> That's a delivery driver. And then he, like, stops on his way out. First, he tried to open the second door for me, which was very nice, but it was locked. And I was like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to unlock that. And he's like, oh, well, okay. He turns and, and he walks out. Just before he leaves, he stops. He turns around. And he goes, you have a wonderful evening and enjoy the pie. And then away into the night he goes. <laughs> and oh my Tommy, God. man, Tommy. Yeah, and so I saved his number on my phone, so I have him as a contact now. So when Tommy calls next time when I order Pats, I'm gonna I'm gonna have something ready to, to say at him. Because like throughout the conversation on the phone too, like three different times he's like, "I'm driveling, I'm just driveling on, aren't I? I'm driveling on it." And I was like, <laughs> "No, no, keep talking, that's fine." So I'm thankful I... for, for for Tommy, the pizza delivery guy from Pats Pizzeria. God, wow. I know what I'm doing for dinner tonight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, the whole time, I'm literally, I'm literally looking up their location right now. The whole now. time yeah. you're going on, I'm wondering, like, would I, I would have had a hard time in my head deciding whether, I just, do I just hang up on this guy and risk having my pie spat on? <laughs> or do I really just engage fully? I, don't, I wouldn't know what to do. It's 50 50. Yeah. And, and like, I didn't really have to do much engaging because he would, every now and again, we'd be like, I'm just going on. Aren't I just go, no, no. And then no. he'd just keep talking. And yeah. So. <clears throat> Oh, that it is was amazing. It was wonderful. Yeah, it's it's right by Rose's Tavern um in in Lincoln Park there, so Right. Yeah. Right. On a by Schubert. Yes, by Schubert. Lincoln and Schubert. But the but but yeah. the bottom of oh their pies God. it's like it's like a snap to the crust. It's really really good. So. Mm. I don't care what it tastes like. I'm still going to order from them. <laughs> I got to meet this guy. Yeah. So, hope to God that, that he's that he's working tonight and he delivers to you. So. Oh man. Uh well I mean, Mitch, that was 
That was what an a, epic, wonderful journey. I was on the edge of my seat the whole <laughs> yes. time. I wanted to know what happened next. That was beautifully told. Thank you. It was, you know, you know, people say like you hear a story and you're like, oh, I wish that was true. I actually kind of wish you had made that up because <laughs> it's so fantastical. Stranger than fiction, um, man. I am normally ready to like, you know, give something back to someone or like bid along with them. But like, I was so taken aback. I just was like, uh. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh. <laughs> and that's saying something. Someone to catch Mitch not on his toes. That's impressive. Yeah. So I'm like, I go Tommy. Like, I, I wanted to ask Tommy, like, do you have someone in your life, or like, do you need do you, do you need a beer, buddy? Like, I'll I'll have a beer with you, you know. Uh. So. Oh well, I I don't think we've heard the last of Tommy. No. Uh, no. <laughs> I no. I'm gonna I'm gonna be. 50 pounds heavier by the end of uh, <laughs> December after I order Pat's pizza yeah. every night until I get the What Tommy knows how to play poker? Um, I, oh, boy. Oh, he'd be great at the table. Oh. He, would, he would just talk constantly. People would just, like, tell, fine, I'll, I'll tell you what I have. Just stop talking. <laughs> he, Nathan, Nathan <laughs> orders a pizza just to have a poker buddy. <laughs> this is the perfect – actually, he looks like um, – Richard Belzer, but without glasses. Like, imagine no glasses, Richard Belzer. Like that kind of build and hair and that that kind of thing. So, oddly specific. I like yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So there it is. Oh man, I got to meet him. Well, I, so uh, this is a this is an easy, obvious three points pitch on that round. <laughs> Thank you, Brian. I, I I gave you I gave you two points. Uh, you might I might retroactively give you another point if my bake turns out to not have a soggy bottom when I do it. <laughs> uh, so. Time will tell, but it won't make a difference because the final score is Mitch 13, Brian 9. Mitch, you're the big winner today. Congratulations to you. Thank you so much. Uh, I had fun today. Thanks, guys. Mm. Yeah, this was a a heartwarming uh, rendition of Uber Cinco, and it now must be closed off with my Fast Five, which I failed to tease at the top of the show. (laughs) uh, Anybody who's still here, thanks a lot. And it's... My fast five, the top five insincere thank yous of all time. Number five, thanks in advance. That's right. You're going to do whatever I say. (laughs) I own you. Gross. Oh, I've used that. Number four, thanks a ton. A ton of what? Be more specific. Number three, oh, thank God. The Almighty had no part in helping you catch that bowl of cranberry sauce from falling off the counter. It's a little grandiose. Number two, thanks, but no thanks. You can just say no thanks, you tease. (laughs) And number one, I can't thank you enough. Yes, you can. Believe in yourself. And that's this week's edition of Uber Cinco. I've been thankful to be joined by the king of the Upper Midwest Gourmet Dog Treat Market. Mitch Brinkman. And the man who is up a world record $40 at roulette. Brian Ernst. I'm Nathan Hennenfent, and as ZZ Top once said, you didn't have to love me, but you did, but you did, but you did. (laughs) And I thank you. (laughs) Auf Wiedersehen and adios. You've just listened to Uber Cinco, a production of UBK Studios. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your fine podcasts from. If you like what you hear and want to support the show, please visit our Patreon site at patreon.com slash UBK Studios. Every little bit helps us keep the lights on and the bill collectors at bay. 
Keep tabs on us on all the social media at UBK Studios, and most importantly, subscribe to our YouTube channel so you can see that we really are just a bunch of good Midwestern boys. Yeah.